Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Hater at Heart. Okay, I should probably take my gum out. After that brief gum chewing ASMR segment preview, because trust me on this, there will be an ASMR episode of this podcast. Because I love ASMR. Who literally doesn't love ASMR? Speaking of segments, these are our segments for today. Of course, trash talk. Of course, thoughts about books I'm reading, which is a segment that needs a name. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about Kim Ye, Kim Kardashian, and Kanye West. So I hope that segment kind of transforms into a celebrity segment because as stated in the last episode, I have a lot to say about pop culture. And I think we are also going to do an episode on spending and fast fashion because I have a lot of maybe controversial thoughts about fast fashion. And I don't mean controversial in the way that I think fast fashion is good, just in that I think a lot of people have these die-hard opinions on fast fashion because they know that it's so bad for the environment that they are unwilling to critique it from an outside perspective. And disclaimer, I understand that it's bad for the environment. Okay, let's get into it. So to start off with our segment, Trash Talk, um, my week has been pretty good. Shout out to Lily and Bean Culp. Saw them yesterday and went to Barnes & Noble. I love Barnes & Noble. I like reading and I had a bit of a reading slump from like 8th grade to the beginning of 10th grade because I thought that every book that I had to read because I graduated middle school and was such a big kid had to be so adult and then I realized that it literally doesn't have to be. I live and die for Nancy Drew books And so that just makes Truly Devious series by Maureen Johnson all the better because it's like Nancy Drew, but more diverse, not not written by a bunch of different people. And its plot is not overstretched. Like there's kind of the first three books in the series fall along the same plot, but you don't get tired of it because they're always unveiling different parts of the mystery. That kind of segues into book talk. I read the most recent book in the Truly Stevious series, Box in the Woods. I thought it was good. I think that the author Maureen Johnson really understands her characters a lot more as she writes. Unlike some authors who try and stick to their characters' original tropes and don't give them much room for growth because they want them to be recognizable by the audience. Authors that come to mind are Rick Riordan when... He just made Jason so unlikable. And I don't like Jason, so it worked. And maybe we weren't supposed to like Jason. But anyway, he was really unlikable. I have not gotten that far in Middlemarch by George Eliot. It's just, you know, it's not a YA mystery, which right now is my genre of preference. I just started Agatha Christie, an Agatha Christie book. Um, I forget which one, actually. I'm like one page in. And she's not really YA mystery, but she's mystery. She's like the most prolific crime author of our time. Sorry, guys, I'm scratching at my arm. I think that bug bites are really getting to me. I didn't get bug bites until I went with a, on a walk with my dog at like 8 p.m. And suddenly I was covered in bites. And now, you know, I'm kind of itchy, scratchy. And we don't have any calamine lotion, which is a tip. If you are not 
cool like me and you don't know about calamine lotion, well, you should. You can buy it at CVS. My bottle is really old because you can get a lot of use out of it. But you only get a lot of use out of it during like three to four months a year. So it lasts a long time. Anyway, on to a maybe more interesting topic if you are nosy. Let's get into spending. I just... Spending is so controversial. I am not rich. I currently have... (laughs) I have so little money in my bank account. Let's not talk about it. But let's go through my purchases in the past week. Today is August 9th. And yesterday was August 8th. And I'm saying this out loud because the charges are only showing up in my bank records like a day later. Okay, yesterday I went to Barnes & Noble and I spent $10.57 on said Agatha Christie book. I went to Walmart and I spent $38 on a cute little crate and a T-O-A-S-T-E-R from me and my roommate. If you can't spell, you won't know what that means, and that's okay. And then a couple days before that, I spent $25.47 at Barnes & Noble. A couple days before that, I spent... Oh my god, how did I manage to spend $8.45 at Starbucks? Maybe I bought something for my mom? Good lord. I spent $15.88 at Lush, and I bought this... Oh my gosh, I bought this face mask, and it literally works wonders. My skin, like my facial cheeks, alarmingly soft. Um, And then I went to H&M and I spent $6 on a shirt. And then they were like, you can use your 10% credit later because you don't want to use them 5%. And they were like, you'll come back soon, right? And I was like, yeah, I definitely will because I go to H&M so often. And (laughs) I lost my 10%. And then... $7 at Barnes & Noble, $30 PayPal, $5.38 at a local gas station where my good friend aforementioned Lily Culp works. And I will not be mentioning it, but oh my gosh, like on June 24th, I spent $11.79 there. I think that was the day that I bought that like weirdly expensive ice cream that I really like to buy. And sometimes you have to take things upon yourself and not rely on others speaking of not relying on others actually I'm not really speaking of not relying on others but lately I have been thinking about how much I wouldn't mind a desk job because a lot of the things I do like a a lot of the tv shows I watch and a lot of the podcasts I listen are just background noise and I know this is not realistic and you're going to be like you've never worked a nine to five before in your life yes true I have never worked an office desk job but these are just my thoughts from my my perspective as someone with electrically hot pink nails and hello kitty headphones I think those are the only details you need about my physical appearance unless you follow me on Instagram but if you didn't catch that plug in the first episode I don't know if I'm gonna plug it again I think it might be a frequent enjoyers not frequent enjoyers frequent flyers no true fans get to know my Instagram it's under my name. You can find it if you want. Back to Instagram, which leads us to, which doesn't really lead us, but I don't have any like segment theme songs yet. So we just have to use our words, but I think we should get 
onto the main topic of this podcast, Kimye. We are going to start off with a timeline I have compiled using my memory and a little bit of research, but I'm such a fan, embarrassing fan. It was mostly my memory. I realized I was a fan when I looked at a picture of Kim Kardashian that she posted recently and it was of herself. And if I was filming myself, I would put a little picture on the screen, but she was laying in the water and it was a side profile of just her head above the water. And I, th- I think she was in a pool. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, this looks so much like her natural face structure. I wonder if this photo is new or not. And I don't actually remember if the photo was new or not, but she posted it recently and I hadn't seen it before. And that was when I was like, oh my God, I know Kim Kardashian's natural face structure. I'm not sure how many people's face structures I know. And today... I was talking to my mom and I was talking to her about Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton and that iconic jumpsuit, the silver jumpsuit with a cutout in the middle that Kim wore with the silver flip-flops, which I hated because I hate flip-flops and I don't like them and I don't like that she brought them back. She brought them back in a fashion and then everyone started wearing them off the beach and that inspired like rock climbers or like men who bike (laughs) to wear flip-flops throughout their everyday life which is not something I want and don't get offended if you go to my school and see this because there are a lot of you walking around campus going and I accept you as who you are I just I wouldn't personally choose to do that myself please don't cancel me okay back to maybe one of the most influential celebrity couples of our time Kim Ye, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West we're gonna start out in the year 2004 Kim and Kanye first met in 2004, but she was still married to musician Damon Thomas. You do not have to remember Damon Thomas's name. He is not that important. In 2006, though, Kanye saw a photo of Kim with Paris Hilton. Kanye claimed that this was the first time that he was genuinely smitten with her. Quote, I remember I saw a picture of her and Paris Hilton, and I remember telling my boy, have you seen that girl Kim Kardashian? iconic behavior. Kanye has always been a little bit of a romantic and we will get more into that later but sneak peek when he gave her all those flowers on Mother's Day my heart burst. Okay February 2009 although Kim Ye at this point are strictly platonic they are spotted together at a Y3 show during 2009's fashion week. They're sitting next to each other and I don't know, this sparked a lot of feelings in me because we're just getting a glimpse of what we had to come. We had no idea what we were in for. In April 2009, though, still in our iconic year of 2009, Kanye does a feature on a Ken Hilson song, and you also don't need to remember his name, and he raps, You were always the cheerleader of my dreams, seemed to only date the head of the football teams. And I was the class clown that always kept you laughing. We were never meant to be, baby. We just happened. If, oh my God, if anyone wants to write a song about me, feel free. And I will feature it in the podcast if you do. If you write a song about me, you will get an honest but rose rose colored glasses to, you know, that phrase. You will get a review that has to be above six out of ten stars. If you write a song about me, I will put it in the podcast. Moving on. April 2012. Kanye releases Cold, originally titled Theraflu. I don't know how you would pronounce that. I actually didn't know it was 
it, that, that cold wasn't the original title. Ooh, stuttering. Kanye raps about falling in love with Kim. And I'll admit, I fell in love with Kim. Around the same time, she had fell in love with him. Well, that's cool, baby girl. Do your thing. Lucky I don't have Jay dropping from the team. Shortly after the song is released, Kim and second husband, Crimp, Chris, Crimp, Chris Humphreys are divorced. Kim, why would you marry someone with the same name as your mom? I would never do that. One of our family friends um, is dating, this guy is dating someone with the same name as his sister. And like, they're probably going to get married. Literally freaky. Literally, I just, that's actually not freaky. And I actually think that that family is going to be like the purest union but i i could never i think it takes so many so much mental brain power to not immediately associate a name with your brother like or your sibling like i couldn't listen to the taylor swift song hey steven for so long even though it is literally so good just because like my brother's name is spelled the exact same way okay anyway (laughs) chris humphreys and kim are divorced and kim and kanye are rumored to become official but they don't become official official when kim refers to herself as kanye's girlfriend in 2012 with a tweet saying hashtag no church in the wild proud girlfriend tweet tiger pig elephant and monkey emojis (laughs) i don't actually remember what this tweet was referencing but i have about like five screenshots of it on my computer now this is where we really get in deep. May 6, 2013. K and K attend the Met Ball together after being banned the year prior. Kim gets some pr- criticism for her dress, and I personally love her dress. But Kanye tells her on stage not to worry because she is awesome and he loves her. Again, who is going to do this for me? And then, a couple months later, on June 13th, 2013... Kim gives birth to their first daughter, North. I don't want to talk about their kids a lot here because I don't like talking about really young children because obviously they're being posted on the internet all the time. And I actually respect that the way that the Kardashians post their photos, unlike a lot of celebrities, their children are not their content. Their children are not their business. Their children are their children and they share them like any other like mother might share their children who's not like, grabbing at straws to become famous they share their children when they think their children are cute or family holiday card family photo oh my gosh all the cousins are together photo and i just i actually applaud them for that because you wouldn't think of them like them as a family as somebody like them as the whole kardashian jenner clan as somebody who really respects their kids and obviously i don't know them personally but from an invested outsider's perspective it really seems that they do treat their kids right on social media Anyway, June 13th, North's birthday. October 21st, 2013. A couple days before my birthday, a wee week before my birthday, is Kim's 33rd birthday. And Kanye rents out the AT&T Stadium and proposes to her. She says yes. In March 2015, Kim struggles to get pregnant a second time, but becomes pregnant despite preeclampsia. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. December 2016, Kim gives birth to their second child, Saint. But also in December 16, first reports of relationship troubles are publicized after Kanye's hospitalization due to mental health. And there's, I don't, obviously, 
I can't say that I don't want to get into their business. I'm literally getting into their business year by year here. But I think that there is something so touching about the way that Kim Kim and Kanye handled their differences around Kanye's mental health so much in the public eye that it became jarring at first. But we never actually saw much like we never saw the discussions they never publicized it on keeping up with the kardashians like they did some of the other like quote-unquote feuds and they really especially kim really respected her children in this time and i i just i don't know i obviously think that they are not i i can't even say that they're not good people but i think that they have a lot of flaws as we all do and I think that a lot of their flaws are in the way that they are sort of especially Kim naive as to the bubble that they are surrounding themselves with moving on from defending Kim Kardashian July 2017 they confirm that their surrogate is three months pregnant and then January 2018 their daughter Chicago is born and August 2018 they had a rough patch but I didn't think it was of note. I didn't think it was noted, like noteworthy. May 2019, surrogate son Solomon is born. And October 2019, the couple renewed their vows, but privately, not on Keeping Up With The Kardashians, but on Keeping Up With The Kardashians in an interview segment. Kim shared this snippet. You are my husband. You are my best friend. My biggest believer and one true love. Oh my god, you guys. I think that vow renewals are some of the sweetest things ever because it's kind of just like a I loved you then and I love you now the same. And I think it really puts to shame the whole narrative that a lot of marriages are, you know, not, um, they don't sustain themselves and that they die out. And I think that a lot of celebrity marriages, especially because sometimes the only time you see them is in intensely romantic situations that you're like, oh my gosh, this was staged. Or when one of them has a public outburst, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know anything about their relationship. And that's why I thought it was very nice that they didn't publicize their vow renewals, but Kim gave us this snippet because she knew. She knew that we needed some sort of romantic love in our life because obviously some of us are starved. Listen, I am not... I don't even know what I was going to say there. (laughs) Okay, moving on. July 2020. Kanye confirms that he is running for president and he shares some horrifying personal details at a campaign event. He claims that he nearly killed their daughter, North, before she was even alive via abortion. Kim's friends say that she began to understandably feel helpless and hurt that he would negatively speak about her, subsequently their family. And I think that's so understandable. And I think that part of the reason why they divorced is that, and I read this somewhere, I should have included a quote, that Kim could not support her business and her children and support Kanye flying around the world. And that he needed someone who could be there for him all the time. October 2020. 
Kanye shared a tribute to Kim for her 40th birthday. Been doing empty stadiums. Happy birthday. I love you so much. January 2021. Us Weekly confirmed that Kim is done with Kanye and says that they have not been on the same page now, apparently since an explosive fight in December 2020. Kim is pursuing a law career and fears that she cannot pursue her passion, take care of the kids, and be a good wife to Kanye all at once. I am repeating myself, you guys. February 2021, Kim officially files for divorce after nearly seven years of marriage. July 2021, Kim and their four children are spotted at Kanye's album release party. The album still has yet to be released and is titled Donda, after Kanye's late mother. Kim and Kanye wore monochrome red matching outfits. Oh my gosh, you guys. Maybe I'm a little celeb obsessed, but if Kim and Kanye just do not put you in your feels, I don't know what to say. And I don't know why I like them so much. I feel like I could have a much better time being obsessed with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds because they are so, you know, together. And they're always posting these little funny, coupley things. But sometimes it seems a bit staged. But I have to believe that my girl Serena would not do that to me. After what she did to me in Gossip Girl, girl, I would take Nate literally any day. <laughs> Sorry to some of y'all. I Okay, I like Blair more, but I don't like Chuck at all. I don't like Chuck. The first season, like, literally, like, made him out to be a horrible person. And, like, some of y'all just forgot about that. I did not forget. Never forget. Chuck Bass. Terrible person. Okay. Now, moving on from the emotional Kimye segment and cracking my legs as I move into a crisscross applesauce position. I hope you guys cannot hear too much of my bodily functions. I bet you guys can hear a lot of my spit, which is... (laughs) sorry guys hydration problems I guess I forget what I was going to talk about today so I guess we'll just do a little bit of my thoughts segment I guess this entire podcast is a little bit of a my thoughts segment anyway my thoughts on interior decorating those white women are good at math or they pay someone to do it but I'd like to think that the real geniuses of the world are not the people working at NASA. They are the people designing the feng shui of the room and just maximizing the space perfectly. And like when you order wallpaper and there's and you order doorways, can you order like quarter sheets to put above doorways? Or do you have to cut the sheets and waste the wallpaper? Because the wallpaper has like it all has to match up. So do you have to just waste a bunch of wallpaper? Is there a bunch of wallpaper waste in the world? Or is that, and do you send it back or does it become samples? I don't know any of these things. And I don't want to do interior design because I'm bad at math and I have no desire to get any better at math, which is, oh my God, you guys can totally hear me spit. I'm not spitting. You can totally hear my spit. That is so embarrassing for me. Just kidding. Abandon shame. 2021, abandon shame. You know what else we need to abandon? I don't know what else we need to abandon, but I have been thinking a lot about Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York. And I read that there were 
12 sexual assault allegations against him. And I'm not sure if that number is true. (laughs) I'm not sure if I have the right facts, but I was listening to NPR while I was, you know, doing my diddly drive because my phone was dead and I couldn't connect to Bluetooth and I didn't know what else to do. So I turned on the radio and I, I don't really, (laughs) I don't really know how to navigate stations, you guys. I feel like that, mm, I know how to navigate stations, but I don't know how to navigate stations while also merging, which, (laughs) who knows? Anyway, Andrew Cuomo and the 12 allegations of sexual assault. I read a a highlight, or maybe it was the title of a New Yorker article today, that was like, maybe it was the New York Times, I don't know, some, some magazine, so that would be, that would be the New Yorker, right? Yes, that would, that would so be the New Yorker, that he was convicted on 11 charges of sexual assault, and so I don't know if that means I got my math wrong, or if there is one woman whose charges were not proven true, I don't know if that's the word, or he was not proven guilty for them. And I had a lot of questions about this, whether they were all going to be tried as one case or whether they're going to be tried as separate things. And I asked some of my legal friends, you know, my my lawyer friends, dipping their toes into the lawyer pond. Um, and they said that it would probably be charged as separate cases. And I think it did because... As I just said, he was convicted on 11, count, 11 counts of sexual assault. And if there was a 12th woman, I want to extend my deepest sorrows for her for not getting personal justice because I know how it feels when someone who has done something very bad to you has gotten some form of karma, but it wasn't from you. The karma was from something bad that they did to another person. They pushed Johnny down the stairs. They fell down the stairs. But they stabbed you and they didn't get stabbed. And that is a really hard feeling to meddle with because you don't want to wish anyone violence. I mean, sometimes you want to wish people violence, but it is very hard to wrestle with yourself when you are wrestling with something that happened to you and was not of your own violation. Because they they talk about this all the time in Law and Order Special Victims Unit. But there is something inside you that just says that it is your fault. If you got mugged, if you got stabbed, if you got assaulted, if you got verbally assaulted, physically assaulted, emotionally manipulated, there is something inside you that says it was your fault. Because I know that I think to myself that it was because someone saw a weakness in me, a weakness to be exploited. And I think that a lot of people, especially young women and young feminine people who have been through this type of trauma, and I I can't speak for young men or young masculine people, I just, I can't. But I'm, I'm sure many of you have been through the same thing. Um... There is often a sense in oneself that one acquires after being beat down a lot of their life that especially when you see like quote unquote girl bosses on TV or women in the media being described as heartless that you have to be heartless yourself because there is this violent hurt. There is 
it sometimes feels a little like a like a gaping wound inside of you and <laughs> you want you want something to blame for that hole but you also don't want that to ever happen again and so you put up these walls and i have had many negative experiences with men ranging from terrible things to going on a date and being called a 4 out of 10 when I am literally a 9 out of 10 that minus one point is for the terrible gin agony that has been plaguing my life for like two years um I hope you can't hear me shifting my legs around but there are a lot of experiences that are so hard to overcome and good job to you guys who are overcoming with them because it is to this day it is I mean to this day I mean it is so hard for me to trust cis men easily because I have been hurt by them in a way that I have not been hurt by any other direct group of people obviously I've been hurt by a lot of people but not in the same form not with the same not in the same place in the way that is getting you I mean you start off and you have a little cut and then it gets bigger and it gets really infected and there's no one there to heal it and I don't know where this metaphor is going and maybe I'm getting a little dramatic but you guys know me drama queen (laughs) anyway I personally, and I would actually, I love to hear you guys's, my listeners' feedback on things. I, I was a little insecure, you guys. I know, perfect me getting insecure. Who would have thought? But I was a little insecure about recording the second episode of the podcast because what if no one liked it? What if no one liked the first one and they were all lying to me? But then, oh my gosh, guys, strangers DM'd me on Instagram and twitter and i was like oh my god guys this is too much the fame is getting to my head (laughs) um shout out to greta if you're listening i feel like you're listening greta um i would love to have you on to talk about mary oliver sometime (laughs) i think that would be fun um anyway i love to hear anyone's thoughts on the podcast any advice they had because obviously i am young and i'm doing a solo podcast and it's kind of stressful because as much as one talks to themselves and one convinces themselves that they can do a solo podcast. It's, you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's solo podcasting. I'm just talking to myself where, you know, everyone has someone to talk to or they have a script. They have a true crime script. We've been talking about news. I'm literally just talking about anything that comes to mind. So please, please give me your feedback. And please, if you have anything you want me to discuss, let me know. I will talk about suggestions at the beginning of the podcast if I if I get ones that are like reasonable (laughs) um and I will but obviously I'm not informed to speak about a lot of things I am not an environmentalist for one I am passionate about the environment and I try my best to reduce my carbon footprint but your personal carbon footprint (laughs) kind of a myth it (laughs) literally made up by oil companies to try and make you the consumer 
feel more bad and direct less of the negative attention their way which smart of them but oh my gosh how many like 13 year old girls are feeling so guilty doing like zero waste lifestyles good for them but oh my gosh the world does not rest on your shoulders 13 year old girls the world does not rest on your shoulders and maybe it does and maybe one day it will but right now the future of this planet is not on your shoulders and it could be on your shoulders you can step up and make it on your shoulders but when you are 13 literally nothing is on your shoulders you are still a kid but you are also not still a kid because this 15 year old girl called my friend's haircut ugly today and i unfollowed her on instagram because why would you do that because why why would you do that like why would you go up to someone and then like make a joke about their haircut when it's literally a good haircut it's not even ugly. I wouldn't have included this segment if I thought that their haircut was ugly, but no, I think that my friend's haircut is really good. And I don't think we should be being rude to people about their hair. Okay? Maybe a controversial take. Who knows, you guys? Okay. Anyway, let's move on from this section. And we are going to do a little new section because my lovely friend Pearl said that I should do a poetry segment and I didn't want to read other people's poetry because I don't know how copyright works and I didn't want to read a bunch of legal documents because that is not my forte and I also do not want to have someone explain it to me because I am bad at listening. Ha ha ha! Live love listening! So we're going to read some of my own poetry which is maybe a little self-centered but my friends assured me that it was not and live love poetry my friend also oh my gosh not even my friend actually Greta you're my friend at this point Greta who DM me on Instagram said that she loved my poetry oh my god Greta you're literally if girl I'm literally gonna send you a PR package of like <laughs> pressed flowers I might I don't know where my pressed they're in some anyway okay this poem is by me and it is called percussion persuasion tell me that there are consequences and that this is doomed here come the drums let's reopen old wounds do you feel your mouth straining as you call my name do you feel the skin on your body twitch with the wind tell me you do tell me you feel it all too i didn't mean to say god's name that much last night I would do it all again. If I ever meet God, I would bite him. He couldn't possibly taste better than you. I've always been sweet on June, but it was better with you. When we reach the tower, can we eat the world with our forehands? We are filled with sufferings and muses about our noses. You say I feel like Elliot Smith. We first kissed in my dream in the archery range, where you shot an arrow right into my gut. To be plain, I have never loved like this before. You press your fingernail into my leg, once, twice, crisscrossed over my mosquito bite. I will love you through the screen for now, just for this summer. Send me a letter or two. It has all led up to this. Okay, guys, after that poetry, I feel like we should, you know, 
talk about something that is a little more related to me versus my poetry not being related to me at all because I'm completely separate from my art. Please do not perceive me through it. Please do not. Two things we'll talk about. Olivia the pig. And things that I hate. We will be going over two things that I do not like today. I really do not like musical comedy. I don't much like musical theater, but (laughs) Hamilton is the exception. Ironically and unironically, I like Hamilton. (laughs) I like Hamilton and I actually am ashamed of it because I, I listen to it on YouTube so that it doesn't show up in my Spotify wrapped. And don't, please don't talk about that to me. Anyway, <laughs> back to musical comedy. I don't like Bo Burnham. I like a lot of comedians. Specifically, James A. Caster is my favorite comedian. He has a lot of stuff on Netflix. He also has some stuff on YouTube. I really like him. I really like him. Specifically, the <laughs> the banana segment. I Everyone loves that segment, but it's literally the best for good reason. I don't like musical comedy. I think Bo, Bo, Bo Burnham's voice is fine. I think it's fine. I don't think he is funny. I don't think he is introspective. I don't think that he's doing anything new. And if you're listening to this, Mr. Burnham, I am sorry. I know you're depressed, but me too. And I am not making millions off of a shitty musical off of it. So I feel like I deserve some compensation. This is actually such a long podcast episode, but I have a lot to speak about. Okay, we're going to go quick. Next thing I hate frozen honey this also goes along with adults using childish mannerisms in this frozen honey trend people love to bite off the honey using a lot of teeth and being very childish why would you do this literally why would you do this to somebody it it makes me repulsive obviously i respect your fetishes and i respect your kings to an extent and that extent is acting like a child because it is weird and creepy and pedophilic And I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And I think we should abruptly stop doing it. Because I don't think it is good. And that's all I have to say on that. I think we should stop doing it and I don't think it is good. I am so sorry about my spit, you guys. Maybe I'll go see the doctor about this. One of my ailments. Okay. After. I think... I think we'll end every podcast episode of Things I Hate just to end on a negative note. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you to Greta, three times the charm, for inspiring me to do episode number two of my podcast. Thank you to everyone who's given it a listen. Please DM me on Instagram at Desdemona Smith, D-E-S-D-E-M-O-N-A-S-M-Y-T-H. If you have any suggestions, any thoughts any criticisms you can criticize me and I probably won't take it into account because I don't think that your opinion matters because it's my opinion that matters but you can you can still offer things like you can still offer things if you want to flame me please do but make sure you have a public instagram so I can flame you back um my poetry is on instagram at sigil girl but all of the eyes are ones that is s i G-I-L-G-I-R-L. I think I don't have it in front of me and I totally could have said that wrong. Okay.
Thanks for listening to this super long one, you guys. Trying to get my footing. Don't know the ideal length. Okay. XOXO. Bye, haters.